Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your Chief Lounge Lizard, here in the lounge today with Shella, and we are going to be talking about Mass Effect 3, uh, the multiplayer aspects of it, and the controversial ending. Uh, so Shella, welcome to the lounge today. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Now, Mass Effect 3, uh, the game that, well, Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 1, (laughs) the whole series, really, is something that you and I have played uh, for years now. And, uh, you know, I actually, it's gone so long, uh, the series has, that I originally started playing, I played the original Mass Effect on my PC. And then when Mass Effect 2 came out for the PlayStation 3, uh, of course, I, I didn't have any save files, but it was neat because they let me go through that comic book. Uh, there was a little comic book, and I could choose all my options. So I felt like I played the entire thing on the PlayStation <laughs> 3, but but really I kind of started on the PC. But that just kind of shows you how long the series has gone as far as expansion. I mean, I know it's taken up a lot of your time, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, it's been five years, hasn't it? <laughs> all in all, so <laughs> and it used to take, yeah, it took me long enough to do one and two. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, most of that five years for you was probably playing two, I think. <laughs> one as well, that took me ages. <laughs> Although you did beat me to the finish line on yeah, three, so that was... Too good. That was, <laughs> that was impressive. So um, a couple things I want to talk about. Now, obviously, since we're going to be talking about the ending, um, there are going to be some major spoilers in this show, so I'm letting people know that. But we will tell you before we start talking about the spoilers, because we're going to talk about... The, uh, the multiplayer aspects of it first, which is another controversial thing that got thrown into Mass Effect 3 and something that people really don't know what the heck, it, what the heck is going on. So, so let's, let's talk about that a little bit and what we think about that. And then before we start talking about the ending, um, for you listeners, we will definitely warn you, okay, we're, from this point on, there's going to be spoilers. So you can listen to us safely up until, up until that point if, if you haven't seen the ending yet. Um, so Shella, so tell me, <laughs> tell me your experience. What happened? I know you noticed you were close to the end of the game and something wasn't quite right about your galactic scores, right? Yeah. Um, well, is it is the the galactus the galactic readiness rating, and what's the other one? Uh, something about like it's like collected assets or war assets and and galactic yeah. readiness, right? And um, my green bar, which was my war assets, was nearly full, and um, I had a few more, you know, artifacts and things to deliver to some NPCs in the citadel, but my galactus galactic readiness rating um was stuck at 50 percent throughout the entire game i can't remember i think it was because i was ahead of you in the game wasn't i and so i i said to you you know what's happened to yours did i look it up or did you look it up i think i looked it up because i what it was was your your assets were at like three thousand, and mine were at like six or something and um, because, I don't know, you did something and got all the quarians killed or <laughs> something <laughs> like that. But, um, but I was like, well, that's weird because I'm, you know, I was 3,000 points higher than you, but my galactic readiness rating mm-hmm. hadn't moved. So I started to get worried that, like, am I doing something wrong? Is there some alternate universe you have to fight in and to bring yeah. that up? And, and, and it turns out there is, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in complete shock, basically, when I found, found out 
that you have to you have well you don't have to but this is what um bioware says you don't you can get your galactic readiness rating oh could they make a more tongue twister name for it <laughs> it's got the, the gr yeah, no, rating the gr rating um you can do it all in the in the single player but god knows what you have to do because i mean there's no more of a completist than you are i like i consider myself you know pretty thorough when it comes to mass effect i mean mass effect 2 i mind every last rock in that universe <laughs> oh i know well greg crow greg crow actually um i guess he's an environmentalist and so he refused to actually oh. um mine all the planets because he's like i don't want to leave them without all their titanium <laughs> or whatever <laughs> but I, I i just assumed that they were um that they were uh you were only taking the surface minerals or something yeah. like that. No, so. I was open cast mining the whole lot. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I'm like, no, there are lots of planets out there. I don't care if I, if I strip mine this yeah, one, whatever. Exactly. Um, so, I don't think it hurts the environment to remove all the titanium anyway. It's not like the plants eat it or anything. Yeah. So. Um, yes, I don't know what on earth happened with my game that I didn't have. My bar was nearly full, but um, I had so... I had a real, um, the difference, the disparity in points that we had, I just don't know. And I looked up the thing that when my quarians died, um, <laughs> and people seem to think that uh, you got equal points no matter what happened there. So I don't think that was where I messed things up. No, I, no, I, no, I mean, I think you lost like four or 500 points yeah. there because I got, I got, like 500 points from the Corian fleet, and then I got like 600 points yeah. from the Geth. So I had the Geth on my side, but just uh, the Corians all killed themselves. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but, which I still don't know. I mean, just because you skipped that one mission, you never got to go into the Geth VR. I mean, that's yeah, the I thing. Did. That, yeah, that... I did. Oh, you did go into the Geth yeah. VR. Oh, you just didn't save the Admiral. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. he was gone, because right. I chose the other mission you did the first. Other thing first and so that was always uh, right. on my on my mission lists and i could never get to him because he'd already killed himself <laughs> along with his brothers and sisters <laughs> well, what 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 um what bioware is saying is that i mean basically the, there's only the, the gr rating there's only two ways to raise the gr rating ever the first is to play multiplayer matches on on online. The other one is to buy some app or something. I don't know how that works because I did because I didn't oh, yeah, do that. Yeah, it's like but, an but iPhone it, or an iPad thing, isn't it? Right, which I don't have. And either it's still though, not so. available on Android. Yeah, that's the thing. I could get it for Android, but um, you know, it's not available. So, so I just went with the multiplayer. But what they said is, and here's, I don't think they're true though. I I think what they said was. Okay, for you to get the best ending in the game, there's there's different endings. We're we're still not giving away spoilers, so no worries there, people. But there are different endings depending on what your final Galactic War assets score is. Now, and that Galactic score is modified by your Galactic Readiness rating. So if you have a 2,000 War assets and a 50% Galactic Readiness rating, your actual score is only a thousand because you're being divided by half. Because you're you're lumped with that fifty percent. So so what they said was you can still get the best ending in the game 
with not ever touching that 50% rating. But I think that's BS yeah. because the uh, from everything I've read, and they've been all cagey. It's like alchemy, you know, <laughs> trying to find out, okay, so what number do yeah. I need? And, and BioWare's like, well, we're not going to tell you the exact number. But people have figured yeah. it out. And, and it seems to be consensus that the number you need is 5,000. Right. Okay. So I don't think it's possible to get 10,000 war assets. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I did every single side quest. And other than a couple little mistakes here and there, like I, I gave that girl in the hospital a gun, which was stupid. And so she ended up killing herself. Really? Um, so I, I lost like 25 points there. I just thought it would make her feel safe. I didn't know she was going to kill herself. I don't know. Um, so, uh, but, but other than that, I think I did everything. Yes, I found my pet hamster in the, in the floor of the, of the, of the ship and all that stuff. I did everything, oh, I didn't right? Find a hamster. Was there a lost hamster? Oh, remember you had a space hamster in the second game? Or you could have if you bought it? Oh, him? no. I kept killing fish, so I just didn't go for the hamster. <laughs> Weirdly enough, the hamster doesn't require any maintenance. Uh, I don't right. know why. So I had a hamster in the second game. So if um you know, uh, if you had a hamster in the second game, then when you go down to where like Jack lived in oh. the basement of the ship, the hamster's running around down there, and and he runs every every like ten seconds he'll run out and he'll dart across the room, and if you're quick, you can catch him and get your uh, hamster back. <laughs> so I pretty much did everything yeah. right, and my Galactus readiness rating at the end was. Like, uh, I think just over 7,000. It was like 7,200, something mm-hmm. like that. So half that is like 3,000 something. And so I wasn't close to the 5,000. So if I hadn't played the They're multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, and I'm pretty sure that girl that committed suicide wasn't worth 2,000 yeah. war assets. So, so I don't know. And I swear I did everything. Basically after every mission, and this got annoying actually more than fun, but after every single away mission where I left, physically left yeah. the ship. I would go and talk to every single person on my ship. I would fly back to the Citadel and talk to every single person on the Citadel. Okay, so I don't think I missed anything. I pretty much did. I used to listen to every conversation. I heard every NPC story cycle. You know, that Mm -hmm. girl who was trying to get her daughter off the Citadel or onto the Citadel and... What, what about the one where the uh, outside of uh, the club where the yeah, guy gets the magic and she sold her car out... for him. Yeah, that was so cute. And the girl waited for her parents to come and they never arrived. Really sad. Oh, yeah, that was sad. That was sad. Um, I thought the Turing was going to take her home. Yeah, you know, but... I, yeah, I guess that wasn't in there, written into their coding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, so we we pretty much did as much as we could. So, so the galactic readiness for me was like it's was it was a fifty percent, and the war yeah, assets was so around basically seven. Basically, anyone listening who has you know hasn't got their uh, GR rating up and they're getting to the end of the game, that's what you're going to need to do if you. So, You're gonna have to either get your iPhone out or play, yeah, or play multiplayer. I mean, that's the war. It's like this complete hidden thing, and and it's just a cheap ploy to get people to play multiplayer. It's just, oh, it's so annoying. I was really pissed off about that. Really pissed off. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that when I first started playing the multiplayer, I didn't mm-hmm. like it very much either. Because, I mean, you start out, you basically take your character, who at that point in the game for me was almost godlike, you know, had all mm-hmm. these powers and stuff. You reset your character to level mm. one, which 
with no powers and then the cheapest weapons like available right and then and then as you play you get you get credits um which you can use to buy packs um there's basic pack a veteran pack and a specter pack and they all cost different amounts Mm -hmm. like the basic pack i think is five thousand credits um which you can get playing like one mission pretty much but um you don't get to pick like you can't say okay i want to upgrade my assault rifle you buy this pack and you're given a random selection of cards that either gives you a new weapon or upgrades an existing weapon or something like that but you don't get to pick like what mm-hmm. you want like i'm re- like i really like assault rifles but i kept getting uh, they kept giving me stupid submachine gun like i had like this badass submachine gun i'm like i hate submachine guns i never use submachine guns i'm spending all my credits and they keep giving me upgrades to this stupid submachine gun <laughs> I'm like, I use a shotgun, I use an assault rifle, I sometimes use a pistol, but, but I never use the submachine gun. I hate them. They, they're, they, they're hard to hold on the target, they don't do much damage, I just never liked them. But that's what I kept getting, so I kept playing. But anyway, my, your Galactus Redness rating, every multiplayer mission that you do, if you survive the mission, and you're gonna be with three other people, um, if you survive the mission, your Galactus Readiness rating on a bronze level thing, which is the lowest level thing, will go up between uh, – sometimes it went as high as 5%, and most of the time it went up about 3%. So figure if you're just getting the 3% upgrades, um, it's going to take you about 18 to 19, so maybe 20 games to go from 50% to 100%. So – so know that. Um, here's the other kick in the teeth about the multiplayer, though, is that for every six hours that you don't play the game, that it's just sitting there and you're off, you know, at your job or doing something. <laughs> yeah, lunch like life. Yeah, if you're if for every six hours you don't play the game, your galactic readiness rating drops automatically between one and three percent. So. So, uh, if you, like I did, got your Galactus readiness rating up finally to 100% and it's 3 in the morning and you went to bed, then when you come back the next day, guess what? You're going to be at like 97% and you're going to have to play multiplayer again if you want to be at 100% when you hit that final mission. Yeah, you so. know what Todd would say? It serves you right for playing EP games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, well, it, it is a little annoying, oh, I must say, because... Yeah. Well, I, while you can use the in-game money, you can also spend real money to buy those yeah. packs. <laughs> so, it's um, but just I, the I antithesis of everything the game's been about up until then, and every, everything the single-player game is about, isn't it? It's not about you know how big your gun is or how many um, you know micro payments you've made at the sh- little shop um, with your Xbox mm. points or whatever. It's about how how you've played the game, and to stick that in right at the end of three games and five years and a hundred and twenty pounds worth of you know gaming like real earth pounds <laughs> like sterling um it's just rude yeah i mean and and it it, it and to not tell you that was the weird thing it was like, okay, if you're gonna make this a mechanic. Yeah, say something to the players in the game. I mean, it's it's not – I can't find it anywhere in the – I mean, nobody reads the game manuals anymore. And some people, you know, download it from Steam or something and don't get it. But there's nothing that I can see on the game manual that says um, – it says, oh, if you have if you want to play Mass Effect 3 online, you must have, you know, an yeah. online pass from EA. But it doesn't say, oh, and that's the only no. way that your Galactic's Reddit rating is going to go but, up. So nobody knows And even this. when you go into the war room – and it's like, 
I don't know, that stupid girl next to the galactic map could say, oh, there's a message at your terminal. And the message could say, you know, Shepard, we really need to get our galactic. You know, it could be it's so simple. I just made that up. They can have that one for free. <laughs> well, there, yeah, well, thank you. There actually are parts where you talk to the admiral. And like um, she says, oh, talk to the admiral in the little communication yeah. station, and you you can ask him how's our galactic readiness rating, and he goes, could be better, Shepard, could be yeah. better, but he doesn't tell you how to make it better. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, thanks yeah. for that. I don't. I mean, I guess it was kind of it would kind of end your suspension of you know disbelief if if he said you better go play multiplayer, Shepard. <laughs> but you know we kind of need that because we don't know. I mean, before you like go to your doom and you know just get really hacked off, just, you know, mm-hmm. oh, just go. <laughs> Uh, so, so, so oh, by the way, the multiplayer, I will say, you know, at least there's this. The multiplayer is a whole hell of a lot of fun. I had more fun with that multiplayer than I did with any of the Call of Duty multiplayers, oh. uh, any of that stuff. It's fun. You, you know, they team you up with three other guys or girls or whatever. Um, there's different characters that you can play. I, I actually ended up playing a Geth Engineer, mm-hmm. which is neat he had a cool power where he can spawn a turret and the turret shoots people and it also refreshes your shields so perfect for campers like me who like to stay in, uh, and still get all the kills um so it's kind of neat but um you know you just uh you go through way you go through 10 waves you basically hit a base and you go through 10 waves on a closed map and certain waves have special objectives like you have to hack a computer or something like that and you know if your squad mate goes down you need to run over and heal them and get them back on their feet and you know the teams that do well are the ones that you know yeah. work together and support each other and stuff and but it's kind of random but i would say I would say about 80% of the teams that I hooked up with were really good and were really um, a good team. Um, I actually uh, hooked up with this one team that all only spoke Spanish. Um, so they had, they had the headsets, I guess, and they were all speaking Spanish. And they were, they were like great. We actually completed a silver challenge on that. Um, there's three levels, bronze, silver, and gold. Gold's just like impossible. But um, we completed a silver challenge and that was good. And they, you know, I, I kind of felt like the, the broken wheel, you know, they're like, oh, great. That one guy who can't speak to us is down again. But they, they come over and heal me, you know, and stuff. So we, we got through it. It was fun. It was fun. And then I, I saved up enough money for the super pack, and I, I, I got the Sabre 99 gun, which is like the badass um, assault rifle mm-hmm. of the game. And so that was that was kind of cool because then when I went into new multiplayer games, everybody was like – you could just tell they were looking at my gun like, oh, my God, he's got the Sabre. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of cool. So that was like, yeah, kids, work hard and randomly get this, and <laughs> yeah. you can be just like me. But anyway, lots of fun. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, to bringing my readiness back up to 100 once the DLC pack comes out, I guess. Um, so I'll have to do that. But anyway, let's move on to the to the endings, um, the endings of the game. And so this is where the spoilers will begin. So anybody who hasn't doesn't want to know, um, you know, you've probably heard about the controversy. It was killing me because <laughs> I kept reading all these articles about how controversial the ending was, and I'm like, okay, I. I, I can't really read them because I haven't ended the game. So now I finally have, and Shella has. So from this point on, here there be spoilers. You've been warned, so nobody write to us at uh, GeneLoungeGameIndustry.com and say, hey, you told me what the endings were, because we're telling you, we're going to tell you what the endings are. Okay. So, okay, the ending. Um, yeah, it was controversial, I'll say that. I, I You know, me, the first time I didn't, I didn't feel angry about the ending. I didn't feel sad about the ending. I just, 
I felt indifferent. I felt like I was, I felt like, I did feel like I was cheated out of a good ending, but I felt like, I don't know, it just, it felt to me like completely unfinished. I mean, I mean, Michelle, what was your first impression of the ending? Because I never really asked you that. Um, I was just kind of disappointed. Um, what were my feelings? Um, just a bit like, huh? <laughs> just really, just like, was, is what? just sort of a bit baffled and yeah just wondering what the hell really yeah i mean in most sci-fi um things like um well you just you said you saw the avengers and it had an awesome ending uh and and but i mean and i haven't seen i haven't seen it yet i want to very much but like most most sci-fi things we're we're used to you know the big ending like um star wars you know the death star blows up at the end you know like you can't get much yeah. bigger than that, you know. But, but Mass Effect Three, after all we've put into it, it kind of ended with a with a a confusing whimper. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. it, it felt I don't know because it just I just thought they didn't know how to end that. That's what I thought. Yeah. You know, when I I read a lot of writers who try to do sci-fi, mm-hmm. like new like unpublished yeah. writers, and you know. There's there's some people that just yeah. can't write, you know that, you know, and their story sucks, and you don't like it. But there are a, a large number of people who write beautifully yeah. and who like really pull you into the story and cannot yeah. end it and just don't know how to give yeah. you an ending. And and it almost felt like the guys at Bioware fall into that yeah. category because I could, I couldn't believe it that because they tied things together so beautifully and uh, you know throughout the three games and especially. With this final game, there were bits of um, my character build that I'd chosen five years ago that I'd forgotten exactly what they were. I think it was um, uh, one of the admirals or something mentioned my mother um, being safe on some other fleet ship. And I remembered that I'd chosen that I was born in space and that my parents were military people. And yeah, and I tied that in and I'd completely forgotten that I'd even made that choice. And, you know, it was just brilliant, the little things they did like that. And um, and then to do that, it was just like, what the hell happened there then? (laughs) So so the endings. Okay, so basically you you fly back to Earth and and Earth. Okay, for some reason. The citadel, the 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 thing that you've been building the entire game, the crucible, has to be plugged into the citadel I to mean, work. It was that at was the... that point, I think, in narrative speaking, that it was going wrong. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Did you feel that? Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, because I did. I mean, no. The, I think. The other thing that disappointed me about the ending was that all their stuff, like right from the first game, everything had a basic, a basis in physics, a basics in reality. Mm-hmm. It was so neat, like the um the little encyclopedia in the game, the codex. Mm-hmm. It told you, okay, this is how Mass Effect fields work. This is how combat mm-hmm. works in a Mass Effect field. This is what happens when ships fire at each other at long range. This is what happens when ships fire at each other at short range. And it was like, wow, it all makes sense, and they really put a lot of thought into it. And then it was like. Okay, for no real reason, the thing that you're building has to plug into the Citadel. Uh, you know, it was just kind of like, yeah, oh, just, and just like, because I went to Cerberus and um, 
because I thought, well, I'll just do that Cerberus mission and I'll go back to the Citadel because I've got stuff to deliver to some people. <laughs> and it, it's yeah, gone. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, they were like, oh, yeah, the Citadel's been lifted up and put in a... It's like, what? How? 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 (laughs) Yeah, and that's the thing. Okay, the the Reapers are supposed to be like the smartest race in the galaxy. Okay, so they they found out because for some reason the elusive man told them that you you need to plug these two things together. So so they know that the Citadel – so somehow the Reapers go to the Citadel and can take it over and control it. And they decide to move it to Earth, which has got to be the least secure location. Why didn't they just fly it back to dark space, wherever they came yeah. from? Why would they put it on Earth where they know that you're going to go? Everybody's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why they say, well, let's make it easier for them. Let's put it here where they can plug <laughs> right in. <laughs> so anyway, you go to Earth and then it's a whole thing. They, they close the citadel doors so you can't, you can't connect or whatever. And then, um, so the whole mission is basically you have to get to this beam that they conveniently leave on that lets you go into the beam and beam you right into the control room and open the doors so that the thing can connect and the galaxy can be saved. So that's that's what you think is happening at the end anyway. Um, so you go through this whole series of like near impossible missions where these like you get attacked by like five banshees at the same freaking time. Oh, my God, that final fight was hard. Oh, my God, that battle was hard. Oh, I almost gave up. Oh. I was like, this sucks. You know, I had oh. to go. I think I had to go online and see how and I was like, how the hell? Because I had nothing. I had no <laughs> grenades. I was running out of ammo. I was just like, I had nothing. Everyone. What was there? Was there a secret? I. I... Was there a secret when you looked online to the final battle? Um, well, it was only because, you know, the the final um, sort of wave of enemies. I was trying to fight them, and mm-hmm. um, the advice I got was just to avoid them until and, and yeah, until they say um, go press the button or whatever it was. I can't remember what it what we were trying to do. Yeah, I because I was trying yeah, to fight out. them. I thought I had to kill them, but you don't. You just have to. So then I was just oh, right, running. Yeah. Oh my god, that was bad. It was. Yeah, I hid out in that little, like, abandoned store, and I kept telling my people, come and sit beside me. Do not run around because I'm out of metagel, and you're going to get killed the second you walk out into that killing zone. It's like Death Wish. It's like, what are you doing? Why are you standing on that dustbin where they can all see you? (laughs) Yeah, and then, you know, I I didn't have to be told that. As soon as she said the missiles were ready for firing, I'm like, F this. I took off. I used my adrenaline so that everything, so I run really fast and I ran up and pushed that damn enter key and, 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 and began the actual ending of the game. So, so when you get to the actual ending, um, a harbinger and a bunch of other reapers, I guess, figure out what you're doing. So they all come down to like guard the beam or whatever. And you have to run through this suicide field, um, to try to get to the beam and you don't make it. And no, nobody makes it. Um, but then, um, then Shepard wakes up and um, goes into this weird. I think it's more of a dreamy, a dream state. But uh, some people say it is reality. I don't know. We'll get mm-hmm. into that. But basically, you walk into the Citadel. Um, you confront the elusive man. You confront um, Admiral Frost, and you you make some choices, and you get the doors open, and then the 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 little. 
I don't know, it looks like a sex toy thing goes into the Citadel yeah. and con- and connects and then um and then nothing happens. So they're like, "Oh, we got it. We got to have nothing's happening. <laughs> Shepard, you know, fix it cuz you fix everything." <laughs> So then somehow Shepard stumbles around and ends up on an elevator and you meet a little god kid, this kid that's like a hologram of a kid. It's a kid you've been seeing like back from the beginning of the game, but he's now he's like a ghost or something. And he says that he's in control of the Reapers and he's going to give you three choices, depending on what your galactic readiness was. Shell, I think you only got two choices, but um, he, he gives you three if you have a high readiness rating. You can either try to control the Reapers you can either uh, merge with them, where organics and and um, and machines like merge, like machines become human yeah, and humans so become machines or something. It's kind of kind of a ridiculous thing. And then and then you or you can shoot this one little doodad, and somehow that destroys all the reapers in the entire galaxy. Synthetic uh, life. Yeah, all synthetic life. Yeah. So the Geth dies. So Edie dies. Um, I don't know what happens to people that have implants, like all the biotics. I mean, they might die, too, because all their biotics would fry. I don't know. But anyway, so depending on which ending you pick, um, pretty much the same thing happens. I mean, (laughs) the the gates are all destroyed and, um, you know, there's, quote, unquote, peace in the galaxy or whatever. Um, You might be dead. I don't know. Nobody really knows. Um, If you pick the destroy ending... And you have a total uh, galactic assets, um, including your readiness rating, over 5,000. Um, you do see a secret ending where you see Shepard lying on a bunch of concrete piles, and you see him breathe, and like like he's still alive. Um, well, but that's only uh, if it's you. It's very um, ambiguous. That it's sort of you can't see a face. You can't even see what part of the body it is. It's just some armor and a dog tag with N7 on, isn't it? And it just moves as if it's a breath. And because I was looking for, because I was like, okay, I'm going to see this breathing scene. And it's very, you know, it's not like you see a face or anything, is it? It's just like a shoulder or no, something, I, is it? Yeah, the, I, I was a little, I don't know why they did that. I think they might have done that so they didn't have to render your character in the thing. But I did notice that my shepherd, and I, everybody's shepherd, basically, he has a uh his uniform is ripped at his shoulder on the left side and the the body that you see you know breathe mm-hmm. or whatever uh, has that same rip in yeah. the armor so i'm i'm almost positive they they are trying to say it's shepherd yeah yeah i know guy. that but it's just when when the the rumor or the thing i heard was that you see shepherd breathe it sounds mm-hmm. a lot more definitive than what you actually see you know the actual mm-hmm. cutscene isn't you know, it's um, it has ambiguity to it in that you don't see a face or there's not a name badge or, you know what I mean? It's just um, so because I was right. expecting to see him sort of, I don't know, or her, my mine's a her. Like, like stand up and drink well, a soda no, or something? but just to see his face, you know, to have his eyes closed and then, you know, open them. Or some, I was expecting something more um, definitive. Just sure, some sure. like shady shadow, and it's like you know, it's very quick, isn't it? It it is. Now, uh, here's the thing. Um, there is. So, so I don't know. I, okay, so I'm a little pissed that 
no matter what you do in the last three games, it all comes down to a choose your own adventure, multiple choice. Um, it, it almost, I almost feel like Bioware lied to us a little bit in saying that your choices matter because you and I, Shella, we had vastly different ways. Our characters were different. Um, what we did was different. Um, you know, the people we chose to save, I mean, your guy, your boyfriend, Caden, I killed him back in the first mix. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, you know what? You're so annoying about this biotics. Here, hold this bomb. This will make you feel better. Whereas <laughs> I found that endearing, and, and I thought, oh, <laughs> I was just like, oh well, whatever. I I was just like, ah, he's dead. We'll put his name on the plaque. Put his name on the plaque, Caden, whatever the hell he was. Uh, and he was your love. It. So I'm saying, you and I played yeah, really different really. games, right? You soldier. Well, you yeah, but we both came to the same. Yeah. We both came to the same stupid no, ending. Yeah, it, no difference whatsoever. So, uh, and that that was that was that's very disappointing very. because like like in a in a Fallout type game or or uh, or uh, um uh like a Bethesda title or something like that, it's like when you get to the end. And you, you, you see what happened in the world. You know, you're like, okay, because you brought water to this girl, she lived and she went on and had a family and her son became president of the United States or whatever, you know? And it's like, you kind of know what happened. And I was looking forward to that. I'm like, you know, what happened to that one colony I saved two, two yeah. years ago? You know, who the hell knows? Because the, they, they didn't, they just gave us this, this kind of generic yeah, ending. Generic, and, sort of bleak ending. I don't, I didn't, I, like I said, I was resigned, like, when, as soon as I heard that the ending was controversial, I thought, well, Shepard's probably yeah. going to die. But I said, you know what, I can handle that, yeah. because that, he's a Marine, he's heroic, that's what he would yeah. do. You know, if he, if he has to, I thought it was going to be something like, like what happened in the first game, where you had to pick one of your squad mates, yeah. where, where you, I thought, you know what, it's going to be a bomb or something, but I'm going to have to sit on it this yeah. time myself, it's going to you know what? That's cool. I have to do that. I, I have no yeah, problem with that. Yeah. You know, that'd be cool. I'll see Liara crying for yeah. me or whatever. <laughs> My girlfriend, yeah. you know. Uh, but no, no, no. It's just it's just kind of this weirdo ending. Um, now, here's the thing. Okay. There is a huge thing called the indoctrination ending. Okay. Where people think that. Um, oh, oh, well, first off, let's say there's a DLC that's coming out over the summer that's supposed to expand on the ending. Um and there's a there's a conspiracy that originally Electronic Arts was going to sell you that. Like it was kind of like if you want to see the real ending, pay seven bucks and and get it. And there was such a backlash that now it's free. I don't know if that's true or not, but it, but EA has done that. Well, EA has done that before. Prince of Persia, um, the latest Prince of Persia had a, a lame ending, and then they sold the DLC that had the quote unquote real ending for six bucks. So they have done. I've have seen that as a business model. I'm thinking they might have had that in mind for Mass Effect oh, Three yeah, too. I bet they did. <laughs> but there was such a controversy. Like, okay, it's going to be free. They definitely so. weren't prepared for the wrath of uh, Mass Effect fans. <laughs> well, I mean, Prince of Persia is one thing. Mass Effect Three is something we've invested yeah, in for years right. over you know i think we deserve a little bit more we just we want to stand up in front of our tv and cheer and see the death star blow up or whatever and and you know this is awesome you know that's what we want and that's what i think based on the money we spent we deserve right (laughs) so anyway um but there is these people that think that mass effect 3 the ending is actually really clever and it's called the indoctrination ending basically what they're saying is that 
all throughout Mass Effect 3, Shepard was being indoctrinated by the Reapers. And they have all this evidence to show that, you know, he was having headaches and all this stuff and, and, and the illusions. Of, you kept seeing that little kid running through the forest. They were saying that wasn't really a dream. That was really a hallucination. It was part of your indoctrination. And I thought it was total BS at first. But the more I look at it and the more I look at that ending sequence, the more I think that they might be right. Or at least that the ending sequence was not real. The ending sequence, I believe, was a dream. But um, indoctrination, my... though, just in case some people miss. Oh, that's, right. sorry. Well, that's what happened to Saren, basically, isn't it? So he became controlled by the Reapers and um, the whole glowy eyes thing. And and probably the elusive man. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's one of the big, it's one of the best weapons the Reapers have, yeah. really. And apparently... Apparently they can just take your take over your body like whenever they want. Um, but if they do that, it don't you you'll die in like a day or something like that. But if they do it slowly and they give you hallucinations and things like that, they eventually bring you over to their way of thinking. They can control you for they they said maybe even up to a year or something like that. Um, and they try to control key people, like important people. Um, some people say that that counselor that or that staged the revolution was probably in Dina. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Tina, yeah. So it would make sense that they would definitely target Shepard for indoctrination. Um, because, you know, he if they could control him, they, they win yeah. the war, basically. <laughs> so I don't know, I could I could kinda see it. And you know, Shepard is just a human. He's not immune mm-hmm. to indoctrination. There's there's no real defense against it really. Um so and there's a one scene where I don't know if you caught it where the Marine guy, um standing near Shepard and he says, Hey, what's that buzzing sound? I get near one. you and Oh, I, I do, because I was like, really? I'm buzzing? <laughs> you know, I thought it was like an equipment <laughs> malfunction. Apparently that's one of the signs, because the Reapers begin to use you as a, as a, like a radio station, basically, to try to indoctrinate uh, others or whatever, so. So I don't know, I think, but here's why I think the dream sequence, here's why I think the final ending was a dream sequence. Number one, you kind of walk slowly. Um, I know you were injured, but I think it, it seemed dreamlike. You kind of went the same speed as you did when you were in your yeah, hallucinations. And, um, and you couldn't there were, control. You had no control, really, like you did in those dreams. Nope, nope. You, you could, could, you move, could just forward, move forward, basically. but that was it. Yep. Um, there were trees and shrubs that if you look, if you play the ending again, right before you go into the beacon, you see these little shrubs and dead trees and stuff all oh, around yeah. the beacon. If you... Yeah, that wasn't there in the cutscene where you're about to run towards it. It was just it was just a, a scorched earth field. So I so and there were there were there were um trees and stuff in your dream. So I'm thinking that was kind of, Yeah, I think that was a hint that you were back in a dream world. And finally, um you had a pistol that had unlimited ammo <laughs> that that you could shoot yeah. pretty much anything, but it only it only worked on the things that like uh at one point you get attacked by husks and it works on them but at another point um there's those little keepers those little things that scurry around the citadel and i shot the hell out of one it doesn't do a thing to him another thing is you can't shoot those on the citadel either though can you well no because they don't give you the option to draw your gun right i see so we have no proof that you can kill them anyway Oh, maybe not. Well, I also did one more thing. Um, when I was when I was walking up to talk to Admiral Frost, and he's sitting at the terminal, before the cutscene triggered, I shot him about six times too, and no no oh, reaction. Frost, who's that? The 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 you know the the guy that you talk with, not not 
Isn't Admiral Frost the um the commander Anderson, of the um? Oh, Anderson. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the black guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I shot I shot him like I shot him like eight times, um, and nothing happened. So I'm thinking that it was all fake. Um, that, that the was only thing, thing is, so basically, what these indoctrination theorists say is that from the moment, well, some of them say it's from the moment you start the run forward, but I would say it begins to make sense from the moment that um, Shepard gets shot down, you know, gets blown to the ground and is kind of knocked out. Mm-hmm. But from that moment when she. For me, she gets up with her gun and is limping. That, that entire thing is a dream sequence. All the whole thing, your choice is a dream sequence. Joker, um, actually getting the Normandy. I mean, Caden was with me. He was part of my troop when I went, you know, when I was doing that run down to the, to the citadel. And then yeah, he was on the Normandy in your, in, sick. which yeah. he couldn't have been. I mean, I did think, what, how the hell did that happen? But anyway, the ending's so kooky by now that you just go, whatever. And then they land on that kind of Eden planet, that kind of paradise planet. So basically, if you take that premise, that means that at this current point in time, um, Shepard is just lying in some rubble. That's right. it. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And the I reapers are reaping, I... all hell is breaking loose, and we just had a dream. Well, yes, but I think that, I think that, cause, cause I had the same thing happened to me. Liara was my love interest, and she is the only one that I've ever met that has the warp power, which is immensely helpful, so I took her on the mission with me. So she was with me in that final run. There's no way she was on the Normandy. She couldn't be in both places, and I know she wouldn't have left me. I was like, you know, I'm sure Caden wouldn't have left you lying there, there, you know. So there's no way. How would she even get to the freaking Normandy? I mean, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Um, So that means none of that happened. All that happened is... I don't think it did. Our shepherds ran down, got blown to the ground, and went unconscious for a while, and and now we're breathing in a pile of rubble. But we're not indoctrinated anymore. If you chose the destruction right. ending, that's the thing. Apparently, the first uh, this is what the indoctrinationists say. That first sequence where the elusive man and Admiral Anderson, apologies to Anderson, I don't know why I thought your name was Frost. Um, where where that was that was the undoctrinated part of your brain and the indoctrinated part of your brain talking with each other. Because you know it doesn't make sense that you would warp right to the control panel of the Citadel, and it doesn't make sense that the elusive man would be standing right there. And it doesn't make sense that the Admiral Anderson, who I don't even know if Anderson made the run with you. Yeah, him. yeah, he I mean, did, he was I there, think. but... Does that make sense, that made make sense to me okay. when I got on the ship and Anderson was there? Because everyone was going to try and get up there, weren't they? As, as many people. Okay, That's what I, thought I, he thought. Was... I thought. As many people. There's okay. no point just sending one person, because the likelihood of that person right. getting shot and us all being fucked mm-hmm. is quite high. Right. <laughs> right. So... Right. You know, that wouldn't make sense strategically, would it? So I was completely, when Anderson said Shepard, I was like, okay, cool. There's two of us at least up here. That's what I thought. 
Well, they say that that that, sequ- that scene was the first re- the Reaper's first attempt to get you to accept their rule over your body. And remember, Harbinger was there. Harbinger's like the head Reaper. He's the badass that does all the um, that does all the main indoctrinations. Basically, yeah. he was there. So it makes sense that he would he would be the one that would be in charge of indoctrinating mm. Commander Shepard um, if he's the best at it or whatever. Um, and then it didn't work because I convinced the elusive man to shoot himself. Um, but, e- but either way, you you win there basically. And then they're like, okay, we're going to give it one more try. And then that's the whole final choice thing. And they they give you they say that the 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 they even reverse that usually the blue choice is the good choice and the red choice is the bad choice they make destroying the reapers the red choice and they make the other ones the blue choices to kind of trick you or whatever but basically what they say is that if you destroy the reapers and your galactic readiness rating is high enough shepherd's still alive and he's not indoctrinated anymore so i assume the dlc would have you stand up you know be like okay your mind would be clear, and then you could go and really right, save the world. Okay. So, what, what happens if you chose the other? What happens if your galactic readiness rating? Or not that you'll know this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. <laughs> right. What happens if, like me, I chose um, destroy because that's what before I knew this whole wacky theory. Well, destroy yeah. is the right choice. Okay, in, so I chose destroy, but my I, my GR rating isn't up there, so I didn't see Shepard breathe. I didn't see Shepard at all. I just saw the dream. I did see the Reapers start to sort of crumble apart and stuff over London. And what happens if you chose one of the other ones? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing either like Shepard stays indoctrinated. How can that have I don't a bearing? Know. How can some dream have a bearing on what happened in? Re- Am I missing something? <laughs> well, basically, if you chose the wrong choice, you sh- you're still indoctrinated. Mm-hmm. So then the Reapers control you, oh, okay. and I it's guess like I don't know. Mental you give battle. Yeah, it was like a battle for oh. your for your mind against the Reapers, and and you were able to break free because oh. you said no, I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy you. So I don't it's a know. Symbolic it sounded a choice within your own mind. Exactly. Right. Either submit or but continue to fight. Actuality, we're just lying to... on the ground. Basically, yeah, we're knocked out. Wake up, you silly tart. (laughs) Got a universe to save. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I would, I'm so disappointed with the ending that I really, really hope that the indoctrinationists are correct. Because that to me is kind of clever. Um, and I think that the ending would be a lot more clever and a lot more worthy. Depending on what they do with the actual ending when the DLC comes out, that seems like that that's kind yeah. of a clever thing. But as it stands now, if if it if that is reality and what happened is what we thought was happening, then okay, if if the Bioware people got together and said, how are we going to alienate our fans, make them so they may never buy another Bioware title again and really hate us, I don't think yeah, they could have done a better job than yeah. to put that ending on there. Um, and <laughs> You know, what would have been even cleverer and, you know, more joyous was to just give us the bloody ending instead of having to wait. So mm-hmm. It's just stupid. Oh, it's just so annoying and it's just so EA. It's untrue. It's just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, again, I th- I think they were going to sell. I I really yeah, do believe, sure that, you know, were. even if you don't believe the indoctrination theory, you might believe that EA was going to sell yeah, us that DLC along with their grandmothers. 
<laughs> yeah. The DLC will probably come with the actual ending to the game and, like, five more multiplayer oh, maps God. that you'll have to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you hear a sort of, um, I don't know, there's like a scream of a thousand voices <laughs> being, <laughs> being silenced all at once. It'll be when the DLC comes out and we've all got to, I don't know, jump through more EA branded hoops. Yeah, I don't know. EA, I used to love EA. Now I'm starting to, I'm starting to be like Todd. I'm starting to sour on them a little bit. The days when they they produced Starflight, one of the first games I ever played, are way far behind. <laughs> like Todd said in his column, you know, Mule and Archon, and those days are long gone. Now EA is like, you know, like this big fat guy like trying to figure Reapers. out how to get more. <laughs> <laughs> EA yeah. is the Reapers. That's what the it is. <laughs> They're trying to indoctrinate us through all these DLC packs. I don't know. <laughs> well, let me ask you this uh, final question because we're like way over our time limit. Um, so last week I we were doing the show on the um, uh, Metal Gear Solid and I asked you where you thought the series fit in. I mean, does the ending? Because I know I've talked to you before and you you kind of said that you know you thought the Mass Effect series was your favorite series uh, or one of your favorite series. Does does the ending color that at all for you? Would you would you if somebody asked you you know a year from now what's your favorite game? You know I mean the DLC might fix things or whatever, but as it stands right now, if nothing else happened, you know, and somebody said what's your favorite game series of all time, would you, would you can still consider Mass Effect or or has this knocked it down a few points for um, you? It, it is disappointing. Um... But, you know, how how many hours of joy have I had out of Mass Effect overall? And the ending is, what, maybe half an hour or something? Because I did like the bit in London and that, that really tough boss battle. You know, I still enjoyed it. Um, it was only once there was this stupid dream or not to dream sequence um, where, you know, I, I, I was disappointed and... I just blame EA, basically. <laughs> so, so Bioware, um, yeah, I still admire them, and it is a great, great game. And, yeah, I'm still saying to my friends that haven't played it, you've got to play it. Um, That's what I told a guy who was, who was asking me, but I said, you know what, look, play the series, enjoy the journey, and don't expect yeah, anything from the yeah. end, you know? Because... Because it is a good, it is a good journey. So maybe Bioware was indoctrinated yeah. by EA. Maybe that's that's the EA thing. I, know, I, personally, I personally am not completely letting Bioware off the hook. We're we're going to see because I don't, I think I don't think they handled the controversy very well after it came out. You know, if you're gonna, if you're you can't just blame EA. You know, at some point Bioware could have said, yeah. you know what, no, we're not going to ruin we're not going to ruin our game so you can make six bucks yeah. per player, you know, uh, extra. I, they could have they could have said that. And then after the controversy started, there, if you look at their forum posts and stuff, there's a whole lot of like, oh, we're not talking about it. We don't want to ruin it for anyone that hasn't played and crap like that. I'm like, you know what? That only goes yeah. so far. You know what? At some point, you really needed to step up and address it. And they finally did, but I think it took them too long. And I think, you know, and again, I'm like you. I think... Instead of having this DLC, they should have just given it to us as part yeah, of the ending to the game. Because we paid for the we paid for the game, and a bit of it is missing essentially. Right, right, and it is going to be free. But again, I don't no. think that was the original intent, and and we still have to wait like three, four months yeah. before we see it. <laughs> so kind of kind of strange. strange. But anyway, I. 
I had a good time, and, and Shella, I congratulate you for finishing the game before no, me. Oh, wow, that's how <laughs> good it was, because this I one know. was just you, awesome, generally. Are you going to replay it? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it all again. Well, because I thought <laughs> as a new shepherd, as someone different. I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm just asking if you're going to re- – did you – I mean, because, you know, you were disappointed with your Galactic Red Inch rating and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, I and, and you, I think you were disappointed that the Quarians yeah, got I, killed. I could do, because, um, what was I going to say? Uh, I've forgotten. Because, well, I, I was going to say, no, I won't play it, um, because I really like, I just love the story and not knowing what's going to happen next. And I was re- always really worried about taking Caden out with me and my team's like, shall I just leave him at home where he'll be safe and I'll give him some colouring in to do and he'll still be there when I get back. So I was just terrified of him dying after because we sort of split up in um, Mass Effect 2 and so to have him back again, it was like, yay. Yeah, I, I took Ashley along on a lot of missions just in case they made me yeah. sacrifice someone. <laughs> I'm like, I love you, Ash, but you know what? You're the designated You're the uh, sacrificee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so and, um, yeah, so I really liked my team and stuff like that. But having said that, I do really miss it. It's not very often I get that actually, where I've finished a game and I feel a bit, feel a bit bereft. You know, in those sort of moments where I've got an hour to kill. I had a four-day weekend this weekend because it was bank holiday. I was like, hmm, I've got no Mass Effect. <laughs> As as a as a, as a post as a post follow up question, uh, are you going to be tempted to play the multiplayer at all? No. Play again. No. Really, no. really. Even though I told you it's fun to play. No, I just can't be asked. <laughs> I, I I just like it as as a as a single player game. I like the so I play it for the story. I don't really um, play it for that. Um, no. Okay. Fair. No, I don't think so. And okay. plus, it would be. I don't like being manipulated like that, you know, to play it, you know, to get my, to do some number crunch. It's just putting grind into a game that was completely, almost completely grind free. It's like, I don't need mm-hmm. it, frankly. Okay. Well, you'd be very hard to talk to. All right. Well, let us let us know, guys, what you think about uh, about Mass Effect Three, the ending, the multiplayer, everything. Um, and uh, we will uh, we'll see you here next time, right here at the Gin Lounge. Our email address is ginlounge@gameindustry.com. You can also find us at facebook.com/gameindustry. You can find us as the Gin Lounge on Twitter, and you can also find us on uh, Google Plus. Um, and uh, there's a link now on the homepage that you can get from gameindustry.com to the Google page. So try that because um, I. No, I don't. Shella manages the page for us, and I don't think she knows the sequence of numbers that our page no. equals. <laughs> or do you? Is it five seven one two nine eight? Why not? I did not know that. Um, but yeah, visit us at all those places. Let us know what you think. And um, Shella, I assume you and I are going to do another show on Mass Effect Three after yeah. the DLC comes out. So put yeah. it on your calendar. <laughs> Keep your fingers crossed; good. it'll be something good. <laughs> all right, I'll see you next time. Thank you.